We are, and the recording is all set. We are good to go. I was just in the middle of an edit. Good morning, everyone. Let me just get that alert off my, there we go. That's better. Wow, it is Tuesday. Good morning, everyone. After a long celebrated weekend, celebrating those that served in our country that never made it home. I'm sure a lot of people had cookouts. There were a lot of tributes that were going on in many communities that I saw, which was amazing. But guess what? Today is Triumph Tuesday, and it's the first day of June, which everything about June, we're going full force, all joy. Good morning, everyone. This is Carol Sue, a.k.a. Nani Boss, live from a gorgeous Vero Beach with two... Sisters, hey, good morning, everyone. My name is Janice, a.k.a. Wellness Diva 5.0. <laughs> and yes, we are going all things joy this month full steam ahead the bird is chirping and the comb in my hair is sliding down pulling my hair so excuse me while i just readjust, readjust. Uh, obviously at some point i know that i have to make it to the hairdressers but i'm you know i've been way way busy but joy think about joy for a moment the joy of there's so many different things how do you implement joy in your life? For me, it starts within me because I, you know, I, I know that my siblings and my spouse kind of tease me every now and then when I say, well, I'm just being me. But that's my way of providing joy in my life to be goofy, to just be me and spread the joy. So, Casu, what does joy mean to you? Well, you know, joy is one of those emotions that when you, you know, kind of look up the defini definition or you're in that moment of feeling that, I don't know, just, you know, good feeling in your gut, good feeling in your soul and your heart, and you're just simply at peace and you're in the moment, that is joy. Joy comes from a grateful heart. Joy comes from laughter. You know, we know laughter, gosh does great things, not only for your body and your muscles, but your mindset as well. But joy is just a simple, you know, it's various, there's simplicity, simplicity about that particular emotion. Because you're not, I don't think you're overthinking when you're in that moment, you're not thinking of yesterday, you're not thinking of tomorrow, uh, you're not thinking of what's, you know, so vastly ahead of you, you're just in that moment. And sometimes just acquiring that motion, emotion, and sometimes you have to acquire it. You have to go out of your way to seek joy is a triumph. And especially on this Triumph Tuesday. Now, let's look at the past weekend. Again, we're talking about being in the present, but part of being in the present is acknowledging different things within your life. How many people struggled this past weekend because they may have had a family member that didn't make it home? from one of the wars, right? You know, they, their loved one went to go serve their country, honor that flag, honor their country, honor our citizens and, you know, the ultimate sacrifice, but the family also had the ultimate sacrifice. So how do they in this present time <clears throat> embrace joy? Now, joy for them could have been maybe seeing a, a ceremony could have maybe having a tribute at their loved one's gravesite. It could have been uh, words of encouragement, words. Uh, and I actually absolutely loved uh, President Trump's. Um, now, obviously, he's not the current president. He's number 45. Let's 
you know, want to make sure we are clear on that. But, you know, his words, and, and they're very simple, but I'm sure they brought joy. Uh, on this Memorial Day, we remember the fallen heroes who took their last breath in defense of our nation, our families, our citizens, and our sacred freedoms. Very simple, but the acknowledgement for someone that was a past president, that meant that gave joy knowing that even though their loved ones sacrificed and they sacrificed as well, holding down the fort, you know, being that mom or dad to those children, not knowing, you know, when that soldier was going to come back, not knowing if the soldier was going to come back. So even though it's been years for many of these families to have that courtesy and respect, that also enables the joy to say, my loved one didn't die in vain. Someone recognizes them. My community recognizes them. You know, a president, number 45, recognizes and appreciates and that brings a com that brings comfort, which also leads to joy. So, how do you acquire joy on the daily? Making joy a priority. There are many, many things. So, for me, it is making sure that me, my space, my bubble, does something once a day that makes me happy. Now, of course, many have been following since we moved down here. We found a game that we absolutely brings me joy. Now, I'm competitive at it, I'm not gonna lie, but at the same time, the camaraderie of the people that I've met, getting my you know movement in in a different way, not so boring way, because I'm not one, I'm not, I'm not a gym rat, so I absolutely love anything outside of the gym that brings movement, even if it's weights or whatever, I just prefer to be outside, that brings me joy. It'll bring me sometimes exhaustion, but it also brings me joy because I'm doing something I love. So I think one of the key pieces for everyone, don't you think, Jan, is if they do one thing a day that brings them happiness, that brings them joy. Absolutely. Joy is one of those words when you think about it, it's like, first of all, don't force it, obviously. Right. <laughs> that That's a given. But think of those little things that maybe that one thing, like you said, that you do for yourself. And obvious, obviously for me, part of that joy for myself is number one, being myself. That's obviously a given, but doing the things that concrete me to be stable. And obviously I love kickboxing. I, I am the gym rat. I, I love going into the studio. Um, that is paramount. So, <laughs> excuse me, that is what I do for myself the in, good endorphins that I get from that allow me to be that much better throughout the day. That's not forced. Joy also is a byproduct of, hmm, what can I do differently today? What can I change in my repertoire? What can I do for my community? What can I do for my neighborhood? Now, obviously, my neighborhood, <laughs> they're all related. <laughs> but, um, and at some point, I'll have to like post some pictures of, of the Malolo Circle Garden um, sidebar, little sidebar there. But, you know, it brings me joy when, you know, when we have those different discussions around the corner, 
going around the circle, you know, you know, one of the cousins comes out, hey, did you hear about this? And, you know, so having being outside, being able to confer face to face, obviously, you know, we're doing this, I'm in Connecticut, you're in Florida, this is great. But to be in the presence of your loved ones, to be in the presence of your friends and family, all right, maybe some of your family, you don't want to be in their presence. Let's be real here. Yeah. <laughs> right? Let's be real. But yeah. feel the joy, like be the joy. Right. And I like that, be the joy. And one of the things, the key pieces of feeling joy, stop waiting for happiness to happen. So many people, you know, you know, when is it going to get better? When am I going to see, when are the clouds going to disappear? When is this rain going to stop? When is, when, blah, 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 blah. Stop waiting to be happy. When you look at the simple things in life, the little things in life, that brings you joy. And I'm going to share a really good, joyful story, very short. Uh, uh, John's mom, Gigi, turned 93. And we always, John and I always go back and forth on the date of her birthday. And I always said uh, it was the 27th because I remember it being like five days after we, our anniversary. And I, I, re, I remember a, a, the, one of the, actually one of the first birthdays that we were married and that was a little chaotic, you know, you know juggling the wedding and making sure, you know, we left her a birthday present and all that. And John's, um, sister's birthday I believe is the 25th or the 27th so he always gets the two dates all screwed up so anywho even on our podcast you know I, he just said no just double check you know look at my day timer his old day timer and sure enough it says May 25th so we when we did our podcast we you know that particular day we wished her a happy birthday well that was wrong you know I rushed around made sure that we sent this beautiful bouquet of flowers and uh Come to find out it was the 27th there was like kind of like a time lapse between when she was getting things because of things that were going on but what happened was she ended up sadly she she took a fall she's okay uh she's out of the hospital and whatnot but you know she's been through the ringer you know she's 93 years young she's been through the ringer you know she's had some falls she is in a masonic home in wallingford and of course with all the restrictions just everything and how do you bring joy to someone that's 93 that has something uh, that's kind of antsy to get out, you know, <laughs> of the prison? Uh, you know, it's just feeling a little down. So I, you know, I said, you know, let, let's do something a little bit bigger, a little bit bolder, uh, add some color to her life. And at the same time, unbeknownst to me, and I totally forgot that she had uh, given a beautiful little, little dress of hers to our granddaughter, Reagan. And I can't remember exactly when she gave it to her, but finally Reagan could fit into it. So this particular dress, I believe is 88 years old. Oh so, my gosh. Three, I'm guessing by the size of it, she was probably four or five, but she was also tiny as well. So I'm not really sure. So I'm guessing, it's a guess that it was, it's about 88 years old. So Tina ended up, our daughter ended up taking pictures of her daughter wearing her great grandmother's dress as a little girl and it's in pristine condition it's absolutely oh beautiful gosh. the detail of it is is just beautiful well 
uh, you know, we had to follow up with her because there was, you know, like I said, problems with her getting her flowers and then she just, she, oh, that was the biggest bouquet of flowers I ever received. They were absolutely beautiful. And then of course she received these two beautiful Tina ended up taking pictures and sending them to her. And for her to see her dress with now being worn by her great granddaughter. Oh. Now, when you think about that, it was simple. It was a bouquet of flowers and it was a, uh, a dress, a picture. But that added such joy to her and blessings. Cause let's be real. I mean, how many of you can, can relate you have that you know that parent or that grandparent that's got everything what what can you get them to bring them joy now the ideal situation of joy is being in the present actually seeing her grandchildren which we're hoping to do um actually this month sometime when we when we fly up those are the simple things that bring joy being in the present if you have a loved one who's been kind of secluded and is slowly now kind of coming out of, uh, of the, the, the muck. Because that's basically what it was. It was virus jail, virus hell. Um, just be with them. That's going to bring them joy. And I, you know, it's so funny. I, I've talked to so many elderly people. I volunteer uh, locally for community. We, we uh, do presents and that kind of thing as a group. And, you know, I polled a couple of them and I'm in some, some elderly Facebook groups. And I said, during this time, how did you try to find, you know, the positive, the joy, the happiness during this? And they said, you know, they, they kept busy. They did, you know, some of them knitted, um, you know, they did whatever craft, but they said the one thing that absolutely they were missing that brought them joy was just being with family. So simple, right? Bring, you know, if, if you're in a situation where you can't get that loved one out or they're a little bit nervous about going to a restaurant, if your state is starting to open up, which should be by now, you know, bring them some, some homemade cookies, bring them some, a homemade treat, you know, a dinner already made up, you know, that's something easy and that would bring them joy. But the real joy is them just seeing you. And we often talk about that, just being in the present. That is a way that you can bring joy. Yes. And I love that. I love that story about Gigi. Um, and Miss, I always call her Mrs. Ring. She says, no, 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 please call me Dorothy. Yeah. So Dorothy, um, wow, that must have been amazing just to see your, your great granddaughter wearing your dress as a little girl. And we'll have to maybe uh, have tea. I'm sure obviously Tina sent you the copy of that. And I actually, I have the pictures. I just posted them on my, my wall, but I will share them. I'll send them to you and you can, because I know you post after our lives, different information, uh, or I could just uh, post it underneath it, but yeah, yeah, they really were. And of course, you know, Ray Ray, the little model that she is, she does model. So she's just, you know, she strikes her own beautiful, but it was a beautiful, one of the pictures as you will see is she, she's actually sitting in a, uh, one of the uh, window seats, just looking out the window with her legs crossed and wearing a little dress. And, and another one is where you can see the, the full dress and it, it's adorable. And you know what it reminded me of? It reminded me, and it probably was because back then that's what they made was a Shirley Temple dress. Remember the Shirley Temple oh, dress? Yes. She's tapping in with that great tap uh, dancer. Yes. And, and, and back then, they wore the dresses much shorter as a little girl. It was like really just covered your butt. 
And it was just, it was that exact same dress. That's what reminded me of. I, I, it just kind of dawned on me, the style. Reminded me of Shirley Temple. And for whatever reason, this just popped into my mind. And keep in mind, there's a lot of popping going on today, obviously. But do you remember the apple canini? Oh, yes, the apple canini. The only bikini I've ever been able to wear. The apple canini is. Well, the apple canini was, I believe, first worn by Claudine. I'm not positive about that. I know you wore it. I don't, I'm not really sure. I don't think she wore it. But I know that you wore it. And, and you know, obviously in a big family, clothes were always handed down. That's a given with, with six children. And by the time it got to me, um, I couldn't say bikini. I called it a canini. So it was this little apple canini and obviously two apples for the chest. Yeah. And then obviously it had a bottom. Uh, and I, there's a picture around here somewhere. Um, Cause I don't know, about a year or two ago, I had said to Ryan, I said, Oh my God, I found the picture of me in a bikini. You want me to send it to you? He's like, uh, no. <laughs> no. I'm like, trust me, you want to see this. He's like, mom. I said, it was when I was a little girl, you you get a kick out of it. So I sent it to him. But yeah, this was the the apple canini. And, you know. Claudine might have worn it, but I don't, I don't really remember it. She could have very well. I mean, I, obviously I only remember of it when I wore it. And then obviously I remember when you wore it. And I specifically remember that was my Coventry Lake Canadian. Yes, we always, yeah, we always wore it then. That's when we wore it or, you know, on the beach or whatever. But at that time frame for you, it was the Coventry Lake. And again, when you think about that, what does that do for you right now? We laugh about it. That's adding joy. That's adding happiness. It's adding a good memory. Mm -hmm. Simple thing to do, but it adds us joy. Uh, we talk about appreciate the small things. Another thing that you can do to bring you joy, who are you hanging around with? Who are you socializing on social media? That could be either a joyful experience or it could be a stressful Debbie Downer situation. So you've got to pick and choose to bring things. Stop worrying. You know, when we talk about worrying, we're worrying about things that are not in our control. Right. You know, you're worrying about what's going on in the world. You're worrying about, you know, all these different things. Now, obviously, there's some things that you're worrying about that pertain specifically to you or your family or situation. But when you change that mindset and always try to think of and it so sounds cliche, think of the positive of, of the negative. We always talk about life as a coin. There's an upside. There's a downside. There's good. There's bad. There's uh, light. There's darkness. Try to focus on the positive reflection of all of those situations because we can't we're not in control but we are in control of what we surround ourselves with right mm -hmm. so i often say a lot of people it's kind of a tough conversation for people because a you got to be pretty postured in your beliefs of who you are insecure of who you are but a lot of people say oh i i, I can't lose a friend over whatever this that the other i don't really want to you know not be in contact with this family member, but they, 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 they just, you know, they're adding stress to my life. It's okay. You know, relationships come and go 
for a reason. Sometimes they have a purpose that they need to serve and they've served it and their warranty is expired, right? Uh, It doesn't mean that you're mean or vicious that you you even don't like them anymore. But if they're not adding joy, if they're not adding happiness and value and making you feel joy, it's okay to, you know what, I got to pause this or I've got to walk away from it. You know, it doesn't mean that you can never walk back to it. But at this particular time, it's not serving a purpose that is bringing joy to you. And that's not selfish. It's not wrong. It's not uh, bad to remove people that don't add joy to your life. You only have one life. So don't you want to, you know, lock arms, surround yourself with people that bring out the best in you and you, and you bring out the best in them? I don't know. What do you think about that? Absolutely. You know, there, there's value to yourself when you recognize that whomever or whatever is stressing you out, your the bottom line is you have to protect your energy. And if that means that you step away or if it, maybe it's a friend, you snooze them for 30 days on Facebook, um, obviously nobody likes confrontation. I certainly don't. Yeah. But, you know, keep it on the up and up. Um, do the little things that are going to bring you that joy. Again, if something or someone is stressful, bottom line is you have to protect your energy. Protecting your energy sometimes is not easy. We don't want to make it hard, but the bottom line is if you have to move forward or you need to resolve an issue and this particular thing is not working for you, recognize it, let it go, let it go. And you know, one of the simple things is laughter. You know, Jan always jokes around about, she has this machine. No, actually it's an app. She used to have a machine. Well, I think she still has a machine too. And it makes fart noises, right? Well, that sounds kind of juvenile, but guess what? Every time she plays it, people are laughing. That brings you joy. So if you got a, you know, have a, have a, you know, an app that says kooky things or makes funny noises, that brings joy. See, she's already cracking up and she's already because it reminds me of that story. Oh yeah, uh, with Poppy. Yeah, uh, I had been up. I don't know, like from three in the morning, and this was about seven thirty, eight o'clock at night. So. I was exhausted. And you know, when you're at that most exhausted point, you either want to laugh, cry, go to sleep, like you don't know what to do. And I figure, well, I want to laugh because sometimes when you laugh, obviously you're getting that energy out. It makes you feel good. And (laughs) so I walk into the loft and I say, and I can't say this too loud because G-O-O-G-L-E is on the other side of the loft. So I walked in the loft and I said, hey, G-O-O-E-L-E, uh, play fart noises. Well, the, the loft Google Nest starts playing the fart noises. Well, I start cracking up hilariously. Like I couldn't stop, could not stop laughing. I was hysterical. I was laughing so hard in the loft by myself that I was crying. 
And probably about 30 or 45 seconds later, I hear Gary yelling for me over in the media room. And I'm like, well, what does he want? So I'm still laughing. And as I open the door, since Poppy's TV was hooked up to my YouTube, it started playing fart noises. So I cut around the corner. Now I know exactly what had happened when I heard that. And Poppy was so serious. It was hysterical. He's like, Janice, I don't know what happened. We're watching this documentary. And all of a sudden, Alexa starts farting. <laughs> now I'm like, and Gary's like, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> now, of course, they look at me and uh, Poppy says, well, of course, you would be laughing. So I laughed even harder. Yeah. And then I said, hold on a second. So I went back in the loft and I said, hey, G-O-O-G-L-E, yeah. stop playing. And so I walked back in there and I'm still cracking up. And they said, it magically just stopped. Oh, so Lord. Then <laughs> I explained to them what had happened. Yeah. And look, I mean, look how simple that was. Oh, the joy and the laughter that it brought. That's yeah. Joyful. Yeah. And then the next day, of course, Poppy was talking about it at dinner time, and he has the little G O O G L E on his side. Right. So daddy says, oh, my God. He says, that was so funny because you said, hey, play fart noises. And it played in here and on my TV. Well, no sooner had he said that. Well, his thing over there started laughing now if you like at this point daddy is laughing hysterically yeah um you know what and what joy that brought to all of us like oh yeah it, and and, and not only that but him retelling the story made him laugh and made yes. everyone laugh and those are the simple things in life guys that when you're having those conversations with people and you have a funny moment those are things of stories that you can retell to other people and you're still adding joy and the joy that it initially brought you explodes like on steroids. So the whole point is adding joy daily to your life does the mind, the body, the soul, and everyone around you good. So do it. Why wouldn't you? Just do it. Just be the joy. It. Feel the joy. Joy of beauty. The joy. Yes, joy of beauty. And we are looking for ways to add value and joy to you all through June and probably obviously throughout all of our podcasts. But specifically, may we really focus on what the month of May was about, which was mental awareness, mental health issues. And June, we decided we want to do things of joy. So if you've got suggestions on things, whether it's a great book that you want to share whether it's a great event to go to, whether it's maybe something that you find brings you joy, share it with us. We would love to share with all of our audience and our viewers, because in that way, sharing ways to bring joy into your life, guess what? It's going to help other people bring joy into the life. We're going to end up with a pretty joyful June, don't you think, Jan? I think so. Feel it, live it, be it. There you go. Well, on that note, this is Carol Sue, a.k.a. Naughty Boss, going to get some joy on, going to pickleball right now on this beautiful, gorgeous uh, Tuesday. I got to remember it's Tuesday. Triumph Tuesday. What are you going to be triumphing over? Triumph ways on kind of really mapping out your joyful June. This is Carol Sue, a.k.a. Naughty Boss Live with you.
Sisters, hey, good morning again, everyone. This is Janice, aka Wellness Diva 5.0. Bring it on, Joy. We're here and we're not going anywhere. June is going to be a great month. Goodbye, everybody. Have a great day, and we'll see you tomorrow for Wealth Wellness Wednesday. Bye. Bye bye. Okay.